she awakened in excited anticipation again. The excitement had been building for several days. Tomorrow, they would arrive at the Brain Trust by late afternoon. The Brain Trust. So many possibilities. Such wildly varying descriptions. The physical description was straightforward. An artificial island archipelago comprised of interconnected cruise liners. But beyond the simple physical description, there was so much more. Some disparaged it as a huge college dormitory jammed with over 100,000 over-eager graduate students. Others heralded it as the last stand of the creative human spirit. Still others convincingly argued it was just a bunch of big floating sardine cans. But her favourite description was this, a vast research lab where the freedom to innovate was sacrosanct. So many new things had come from there. Dr. Dia Ambarawati vowed once more that she too would be one of the contributors to that flow of ever better solutions. Surrounded by the supremely sharp people of the Brain Trust, she could not expect to be among the smartest, but she would certainly be among the most determined. Changes in the feel of the air and an increase in the chaotic rocking of the ship beneath her feet told her they were about to encounter a storm. She braced her elbow against the mirror to fix her lipstick, as she had learned to do over the course of the last several days. This time the incipient storm rocked her backward, then slammed her forward again into the mirror. Her lipstick slipped, leaving a smear of bobby brown Parisian red across her cheek. She used a tissue to remove the smear, wondering idly if it would be easier to put lipstick on her whole face and just remove it from where it didn't belong. Then she heard the urgent knock on the door to her cabin. Please come in, she said in a firm tone that projected without yelling. She spoke slowly and carefully. Bahasa Indonesia was her native language, and a crisp enunciation seemed to help people understand her English better. The door squeaked as it opened, and the captain looked at her with flustered concern. Dr. Amber... The captain's voice drifted off as he fumbled over her name. She smiled and offered the nickname with which her recently acquired best friends had christened her. Call me Dash. The captain looked relieved. Thank you, Dr. Dash. The urgency returned. We have a young woman giving birth. It's... it's going badly. I was hoping... Dash swept across the cabin to her closet and pulled out her hard-used, antiquated medical bag. She slipped her arms into a white lab coat. She'd wondered why she'd brought the old thing with her, since she was going to get new ones when she got to the brain trust. She certainly hadn't planned to do any surgery on the ferry, even if it was a seven-day journey eastward across the Pacific from Ho Chi Minh City. Now she knew why she'd brought it. She would, in fact, be performing surgery here, on a ship that rocked as it cut through the water, 
She rushed down the passageway, urging the captain to hurry as they ran toward the first aid compartment. The young woman was dying. Her labor was difficult, all right, but that was not the problem. She was gasping for air, to no avail. Dash was investigating possible causes when she saw a flicker on the conferencing screen on the far wall in her peripheral vision. A woman's voice emanated from it. Dr. Ambarawati, I'm Dr. Copeland, aboard the Brain Trust. At that, Dash looked up in surprise.